All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 24th of July. You know, this morning I was just about to remind you to file your income tax returns if you haven't yet and then I saw the announcement by the Finance Ministry. The deadline is now extended by a month to the 31st of August. The International Monetary Fund has cut India's GDP growth forecast to 7% for 2019 and 7.2% for 2020, reflecting a weaker-than-expected outlook for demand. India, however, will still be the fastest-growing major economy in the world and much ahead of China, according to the IMF. In politics, the HD Kumaraswamy-led Congress JDS coalition lost the trust vote in Karnataka Assembly yesterday, ending the 14-month tenure of the government in the state. While the Congress JDS combine received 99 votes in favour, the opposition led by the BJP won 105 votes. This concludes a three-week-long political crisis triggered by a raft of resignations by Congress and JDS MLAs, as well as independents. In corporate news, Rana Kapoor, the co-founder of Yes Bank, has pledged part of his stake in the bank as security cover for bonds issued by Morgan Credits Private Limited. That's a promoter entity. A pledge was created against Kapoor's 4.31% and Morgan Credit's 3.03% stake, taking total promoter pledged holding to 8.1% of the total equity of the bank. Mukesh Ambani's Reliance Industries Limited stocks to sell a minority stake in its refinery business to Saudi Aramco have stalled on differences over the deal's structure, according to people with a knowledge of the matter who spoke to Bloomberg News. Aramco is concerned about Reliance's proposal to shift some debt of the wider group to its refinery business ahead of the transaction. The Supreme Court has said that bankers connived with the Amrapali Group in siphoning money from projects, leaving thousands of home buyers without flats despite paying for apartments. The top court ordered the Enforcement Directorate to conduct a money laundering probe against the developer, its managing director and directors. The court also said that banks that lent money won't have any right over the projects and can recover dues from assets created by siphoned funds. For all the details of the case and the judgment and what that means for the home buyers, do check out the website bloombergquint.com. There's a couple of stories up there. The Securities and Exchange Board of India, or SEBI, has sought more disclosures from Hotel Leela Venture before it seeks shareholder approval for a sale of assets to Brookfield Asset Management, delaying a deal that would have helped the company pay debt. In international news, a Chinese foreign ministry spokeswoman has said that the US should remove its black hand from Hong Kong, claiming that there are signs of foreign forces behind the protests. Beijing had previously been less specific in blaming other countries for demonstrations that have drawn hundreds of thousands of people that have been concerned with proposed legal changes that would erode the city's autonomy. Carmaker Nissan plans to shed at least 5,200 additional jobs globally this year, according to Kyodo News. This would take the total number of dismissals to 10,000 worldwide, or more than 7% of the company's workforce. The cuts come as the automaker looks to revive business in the wake of car inspection scandals and the arrest of former chairman Carlos Ghosn. 
In international markets, US stocks ended positive with all three averages gaining over half a percent. In Asia this morning, two of the three early rises have begun positive with the Nikkei in Japan rising about 0.4%. To tell you how the Indian markets are set up before trade starts today, I'm joined by Darshan Mehta. Morning Darshan, how are we looking today? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. The global queues are muted at this point of time. The SCX Nifty is also indicating a slight negative outlook. But Bharti Infratel and Asian Paints will report numbers today. Among the other numbers, there is Oberoi Realty, Crompton Greaves Consumer, Vigard, Jubilant Foodworks, ICICI Prudential Life Insurance, IDFC First Bank, Intellect Design, PI Industries, Sri Ram Transport, Reliance Nippon Asset Management. So a lot of companies will come out with numbers today. In terms of numbers announced, LNT, the financials came in below estimates due to higher financial as well as material cost. Management maintained the revenue and order inflow guidance, but they had said that uh, the order inflow will be back-ended. Majority of the segments have seen weakness in margins and the management sees the next few quarters of subdued private capex. Z Entertainment, the results are above estimates on all fronts. There was robust domestic subscription growth but the ad revenues were weak the management says that they've received one binding offer and hoping for another one soon for the stake sale most of the brokerages say that the deal would be the key catalyst for the stock hul results were in line with estimates even though volume growth of five percent was lower than the estimate of six percent the ebitda margin saw an expansion of 240 basis points and a lot was attributed to the cut in ad spends home care grew 10 percent but the personal care segment grew at just 4% which was subdued. The management sees near-term demand remaining soft and growth will pick up in the second half. Weak numbers from M&M Financial. The results are below estimates. The asset quality weakens. Higher provisioning caused the miss on profits and the higher provisioning was due to stage 3 coverage. Torrent Pharma in line with estimates. The India outlook was strong but the management remains cautious on the US markets. NIT Tech results, uh, if you're looking at it, revenues were in line but the margins and profits were below estimates and they were impacted by wage hike and visa cost in the first quarter. They have maintained their guidance for FY20 in terms of margins at 18%. SBI Life was a good number. New business and renewal premium grew strongly, up solid growth in most of the segments. Among the smaller companies, Lind India, Sundaram Clayton, Praj Industries, Mahindra EPC reported decent set of numbers. Weak set of numbers were reported from GE Power, Biocrop Sciences, Crisil. JK Paper was slightly mixed. In terms of other news, uh, Reliance Infra and Reliance Capital will be out of the FNO after the September series and Bosch has said they will suspend all manufacturing operation at the company's plant in Karnataka to meet the demand of products and avoid unnecessary inventory buildup. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks Darshan and as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.